Special. We'll give the box so they can see it. El Boxo. <clears throat> Technically, there's supposed to be three, but I was able to acquire two of them. <laughs> One of them got lost on the way over here. Uh, also known as my mother. Uh, she's like, you can have this if I take one. I was like, fine. No, whatever. <clears throat> Welcome to the show, by the way. Thank so this is in. the Game of Thrones edition. Brouhaha. Of beer. The heavy metal over a six-pack drinks Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. This is probably the only so, Game of Thrones review I'll ever do in my life because I've never seen the show. I love Game of Thrones. I Sorry. figure Marcus will know more about this than <clears throat> probably the both of us. Maybe with it. So this one is Fire and Blood. Now, do you guys want to start heavy or fiery? Uh-oh. I go where you go, bro. I'm trying both of them? Yep. Good Lord. So Fire and Blood, those we'll are do two the, let's very do the, vague, vague terminologies. Let's do, like, the, fi- really let's do the fire one last, because I think the ancho chilies in it are going to fuck up the palate for the second tasting. Okay. Oh, good. We have, beers chilies gonna, in that? we have beers that are going to fuck up the palate. That's, <laughs> all, that's awesome. So this is Take the Black Stout. <laughs> Sweet. Like, Take the Black. Take the Black Stout. Okay. I'm sure it's irrelevant. This is a stout spiced with licorice root and star anise. So what's actually interesting about this, like I, I remember when these actually came out, there's not actually there's actually not a whole lot of beer in the actual Game of Thrones. I, there are some ale, some mead. So there, there's some ale, but it's primarily wine. So the uh, the Game of Thrones wine, like I've seen around, but at the same time, it's kind of like you know what? I don't really feel like paying thirty dollars for a cheap ass bottle of wine just because you slap. There Game goes of the new on. camera. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would yeah, not pay thirty dollars for a bottle of wine. I mean, I will pay thirty dollars, <laughs> for a bottle of wine, but ju- not just because it said Game of Thrones on it. Wow, that comes out like syrup. Very frothy syrup. I don't know how much. Is yeah, I, is I, in I, here, so I'm gonna go light. And yeah. Kind of fill in. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. Looks nice and smooth. Light brown head. If you're into that kind of thing. I uh. I'm not a big fan of. Does it taste like licorice? I don't fucking know. I haven't I don't know. tried it. Well, yet. try it, man. Let me know. No. <laughs> I just don't eat black licorice. It smells good. Let's give it the aroma test. It smells like. I like Anise cookies. Bend me. Oh, sorry. No, uh, bend me. <laughs> that was a poor choice of words. <laughs> yeah, for the take the black stout. <laughs> bend me. Take the, take the black. <laughs> and this is why we're not allowed to do beer reviews anymore, kids. Sorry. So, before, let me, I'll actually read it off this, because it's, so, has a black, almost opaque hue, <laughs> and a tan head, not a brown head, get it right, oh. with aromas of dark chocolate, caramel, and earthy hops, light roastiness, and a touch of fruitiness, rich flavors of chocolate, coffee, and roasted malt, 
The finish has malt sweetness leading to spicy earthiness. Spicy earthiness. Have you ever put... Uh, it's a whole lot of uh, palate descriptions. Chili powder on dirt. A <laughs> <laughs> whole lot of palate descriptions that I'm probably not going to understand after, but Gentlemen. cheers. That's okay. That's not bad. I don't taste licorice or anise in that. <laughs> wow. Is it's it actually it's actually quite smooth. Like it's actually like it is. I um sure the word creamy doesn't come. <laughs> it's creamy. Not creamy. Beige. Like, like no, it's like you know what it has. It almost has like a like a carbon carbonization. Like it tastes like like almost drinking soda. Soda. It tastes it's like, like drinking straight nitro. That's not in the list. Okay. There's no nitro. Hmm. WCW. That's um, interesting. Yeah, so I'm not gonna lie, my uh, my first guzzle was uh, kind of disappointing. <laughs> uh, it's kind of heavy, kind of sticks to your mouth a little bit. It is heavy. The flavor kind of kind of stays on the cheeks, yeah, if hang, you will. It hangs out. You know. It's still there. <laughs> the, <ha> <laughs> The black stout hangs out. No? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang out with your black stout out. That's uh, why we know. can't okay. go back to Target. Uh, <laughs> I think it's okay. It, it's like a... It's strong. It's, it's, yeah. it's potent. It's this not is, like... This it's is like, like a... Yeah, what's the alcohol by volume on this seven. Yeah, oh, oh, that's why. Yeah, I'd relate it to like... It's just like a triple Guinness. Oh, damn. With, with some sticky flavor. You want to grab another cup so we can try the other one? So we're not sitting here second yeah. down the whole day? Yeah, but we got a... We got rank I mean, I'm just saying. For, we got to rate it, obviously. Yeah. All right, kids. <clears throat> yes, I will right. give us more cups. Marcus, I want you to go first this time. 4.5. 4. 4.5. 4. 4. Huh? For, for a stout, it's actually pretty good. Um, for a 7% alcohol by volume stout, like, you definitely... I don't taste alcohol. No, it's... Like, that's that's actually a nice, smooth, like, little sipper. doesn't have to actually be ice cold, which, I I mean, that's a stout thing anyway. Never, stouts don't have to be ice cold, like Guinnesses. I mean, I think the ideal temp is somewhere between 40 and 50 degrees. Not necessarily 32 or anything like that. Um, so do you, you get the 46? hoppiness? Is there like a hoppiness? I don't see. That's, that's. I guess that's the problem. My untrained palate, like, or the quote unquote, maybe it's malty. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I think get, that might be it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what that's I'm getting. That's malty to me. Maybe that's what I'm getting. Hoppy, but like I said, my untrained palate, like, like so. We've had the other guys on. They, they would tell me it's like, oh well, this pilsner is very hoppy. What the fuck are you talking about? It's a pilsner. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. Um, four point five. I'd probably go with a four. Like I like stouts. I I prefer more of the cream stouts. As opposed to this, I couldn't think of the word. Cream stout? But I've never had a cream stout. No, it, it's just it's smoother than Man, this. It, this, it's not. It's smooth when it goes down, but like the it's got a bite as soon as you first take a sip. And yeah. I think that's what gets me. That's what's weird is that it kind of it kind of punches you in the mouth. It punches you in the taste buds right at first, yeah. and then it's smooth, which. Oh, whoa. Shit, I'm not really used to. Uh, I'm guys. I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm gonna have to go three. Truthfully. I'd, I'd drink it, but I actually brewed this. I don't HBO. Sorry, kids. HBO. If I uh, if I insulted your, Game of Thrones taste buds, I apologize, but I'm kind of unapologetic. I'm not just I'm just really not that impressed with it. I'll be ready for this one. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> Chili pee and dirt. <laughs> Chili urine and dirt. Brewery Omegang of Cooperstown, New York. Actually, if you look at the box, all right, bro. I'm done. I can't stuff. can't do it. Oh yeah, it says right here. Serves serve at 40 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> we, we need to cleanse the palate. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, we should have did that one first. I can tell you right now, we should have did that one first. Why? Because that's gonna hurt people. Yep. Why? 
You'll see. You'll see. Uh, beer's never hurt me before. This is gonna taste like fucking spicy Nesquik. Oh no! Spicy Look, I already went on my rant about the the what was that? The shock top habanero. This actually has a cool color. Rasbanero, whatever it is. That's it. That's a cool. That's a cool. That's good. <laughs> you're done when I say you're done. Man, I don't. Oh no. Uh huh. I don't want to waste this, and I know if I drink this, I'm not gonna. Well, I don't know. I'm gonna. Good grief. Yeah, who taught you how to? We're gonna have a we're gonna have a pouring yeah, class. Fine. Mine, mine was confused. <laughs> I'm gonna suck in the head a little bit. I'll make a video about the different kinds of pours. There you go. Do you want to read this one? All right. So, fire and blood, red ale brewed with ancho chilies. If you go in the back, it has the full description. <clears throat> it's hard to read though. Born of fire, like Daenerys dragons. Daenerys. It doesn't smell spicy. Dragons. This ale's deep, dark red hue evokes their every blazing breath. (laughs) Sweet malt succumbs to wispy dryness, tingled with nutty spelt, spicy hops and rye, as ancho chilies portend piquant dark fruit. Does it have any balash in there? That's not a good heart. (laughs) 6.8% alcohol by volume. Uh, This is uh, by brewery Omegang. In Cooperstown, New York. <laughs> oh my gang! This one's also served at 40 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> no, it's not. Not today, kids. <clears throat> Alright, gentlemen, sniff it. God help us all. It smells like fucking Cheers, take two. Ants and wood. Game of Thrones beer series. Beer two. I'm like afraid. That's actually not as bad as I thought it'd That's be. That's not okay. bad at all. No. This is actually This is good. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't I'm like just it. This again. <laughs> this is gross. No, it's it's, it's different. It's, it's like a it's like cinnamon beer or something. I don't know. It's like a yeah. Sorry. So I had this. It beer. tastes like Christmas beer. I had this beer <laughs> one time that was actually brewed with like jalapenos, and I remember like I trying remember we it, had it. like being excited. Is yeah. that the one we yeah, had? Connie loves it. She brought it home from uh, Hidden Cove over at mm. um, bad. fucking uh, that place in Maine. Don't matter. Uh, um, so I think I had in my head that there was gonna be like that spiciness to it, but then like you you, you drink it, it's like maybe I forgot what ancho chilies taste like. I mean, you get a little bit in the in the. But like aftermath, it's like more in the odor. Like yeah. If you if you let your like yeah, yeah, if you, if you let smell your, like, your, your, your smell. Because like. it's supposed to what when you take a sip and then swallow and then breathe out your what nose. Is that how that works? What are those? Uh, uh, like the whiskey thing. You're supposed to like just roll the back of your tongue and just let it simmer and do a sting majiga. It's like dude, just fine. What are those? What are those? Those sticks? Those seasoning sticks? You know? Cinnamon, cinnamon sticks. Are they cinnamon sticks? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of what it tastes like. It's got a cinnamon flavor. It tastes like yeah. It tastes. Yes, I said. Um, you're right. stupid. You know what it reminds me of? Like if you're you took, if you took like mulling spice and just put it in your mouth, <laughs> I think that's similar to what you would get <laughs> with this, like that wood we're, kind we're of. We're insulting the crap out of this brewery. <laughs> no, it's not is. that it's bad. It's just different. Give a four and a half rating of the stout. The stout's badass. The um, see now we what the I first w- half right. There was a time that I had the scorpion beer, like the Mortal Kombat beer, and that tastes like spicy Nesquik because it had like this like chili or whatever. So this is what I expected, but I'm actually pleasantly surprised. Yeah, so, so here's here's my here's my 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 my, my quiff with it. Quiff? quiff? That's close to a quiff. What, what I'd do, is a I'd quiff? Be, I'd be concerned. What is a quiff? It's like a quiff, but quicker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's my bitch about this beer. There we go. Um, Damn female dogs. There's a, there's a weird. <laughs> This is a weird thing. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, 
there's a weird thickness about this. Like this and this beer actually have like to me the same thickness. Like there's a heaviness about this. So you're like, saying the black stout wasn't thick? I didn't feel it. I mean, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they're making. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel it. There's a. Um, I'll say blood is thick in the water. There's a. Uh, so there's a, there's a heaviness to this beer. Like it's. I mean, it's it's definitely. <clears throat> I mean, it's. I don't think it's that heavy. No, whatever. What's your rating? What do you got? Same order. I'll go four on this one. It's not too bad. I don't know. It, it, that's a generous four. Because I don't know if I would seek that out ever again. Because there's, there's enough red ale out there that I enjoy that I don't need this. Yeah. But. Like, I, I, I'm a big red ale fan. But there's nothing wrong with this. No, but I wouldn't be excited to drink all of that. <laughs> So if you had to finish that bottle right now, you'd be unhappy. I would pass, actually. Not to me, you wouldn't. <laughs> but I mean, I would. I would personally give it a three for a red ale. Yeah, it's not I'm terrible. A... It's it's like right in the middle. Like it, I'm okay with it. Uh, you know what this actually reminds me of? Like this actually has a consistency. Have you ever had the Guinness Nitro? Mm -mm. Uh, the Nitro IPA. Nope. Mm -mm. Did you avoid that word? Next episode. Might be surprised. It's actually really good, but it has like it has that same consistency, but like more of like more 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 beer. It's punchy though. This more, is punchy. More, like, yeah. more like punchy in the punchy in the tonsil on the way down. I uh, I don't have tonsils, so I'm good. I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to stay at my my three. I'll give it a three point one because it's slightly better than that one, but it's uh, it's still right there, middle of the road. I you know what though? I can take it or leave. With it. everything being said, for for a table full of uh, gimmicky ass beer. Because, like, you know, they just slapped the freaking Game of Thrones label on this and did. probably sold a gazillion fucking bottles of it. Mm -hmm. was like, ah! Ride the wave. A hell of a lot better than what I was actually expecting. Like, I thought we were going to come in here and this was going to be like a shit show. It was going to be like twos and 1.5. Honestly, for, for these three and you get the glass, the Game of Thrones glass, it was like 30 bucks. So I think everybody bought it for the glass. That's what my mom <laughs> bought it for. <laughs> and she took the glass and mm -hmm. gave you these two. Mm -hmm. <coughs> All right, so the, the the Game of Thrones, the gift box with the uh, the, th the three beers and the, the the glass. I mean, it won't kill you. No, it's uh it's pretty okay. If right you're adventurous, if you're adventurous, and you maybe maybe you just need to go against what they recommend. You know just what drink it is? It ice cold. You know what it is? We didn't use the glass. Maybe the glass made a difference. Oh, the goblet. We should have gotten our own Game of Thrones goblet that's, next time. That's Tune in was. next week. That's what it was. Man. If I have like a pig roast and you show up with these, I'm probably gonna call you retarded. But we don't have to say that anymore. That's that's just mean. 2020, though, it's like a new decade. Maybe we're not so PC correct anymore. Uh, I think we are. And somebody on Twitter is going to make you issue an apology for saying that. So, fuck Twitter. <laughs> I will not. If you are on Twitter, you won't be apologized. Fuck you on Twitter. <laughs> on, specifically on Twitter. Like, not Marcus does not represent everyone here at Heavy Metal over a six pack. The only place where you can get national, international, and local beer, metal, and rock reviews. He does do like 80% of the editing, though, so. <laughs> God bless us. That's also a thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna slow down <laughs> when he says Hello. Right. Zoom in. Beer review out. Thanks, yep. kids. Catch you next time. This is the annual Heavy Metal Over Six Pack Happy Award Show. So, after many years and many months and many days, the Heavy Metal Over Six Pack crew is back together. Once again, and for the first time, in a new decade. Technically, this would be the first in the 2020. <laughs> Party on, Wayne. I am not.
Barbara Walters. Now, ironically, this probably won't be the first episode that you heard in 2020. But this is the first one we're recording Correct. in 2020. We have one left before this. New year, new, new beer. Me. Unless I do that thing where I just release this one prior to that one. Oh, fuck, I didn't bring any beer over here. You are a bad llama, sir. All right, you guys fill some time. I'll be right back. So right. I was at the store, right, and they had this jellyfish for sale, which I find weird because they don't usually sell jellyfish at, you know, CVS. But I thought it was interesting that the jellyfish was actually on sale, which is weird because, like, when would they normally sell it for it not to be on sale? The fact that it's, did they find it, do you think, that they just kind of made it, like, kind of like a, like a fire sale? See, I was going to buy a jellyfish, but... Then I found out it was actually just made out of Smuckers. Uh, so this was the jelly on it's the It's way fish. better than the KY one that was sold. Is that the same thing as a Swedish fish? That's kind of jelly, right? <laughs> All right, kids. Welcome to 2020. And I can't hear Dave anymore. Heavy metal over six-pack. Now I can hear We're Dave. Do the, uh, that only affects you, not me. Today's episode is 2019 review. Are you turning right. your volume up for yourself? Yes. That's why I'm like, I'm it's not helping. Like, uh, I need more me. <laughs> I need more me in my monitor. <laughs> Pretty much. Where's my snare? <laughs> yeah, 2019 review. We're going to review all kinds of stuff. Maybe Top to bottom. Artists, songs. This is the, as, we, as we call them, the Packy Awards. I say this is actually like it's award show season right now. Technically, because they have. Which, uh, yeah. Yeah. Ask Ricky Gervais. I would love mm. to give a shout out right now to Ricky Gervais <laughs> and setting Hollywood straight Woo. with it, with Good his his opening monologue was fucking epic. Yeah, if he ever uh, comes to town, I'll I'll buy a ticket to his show just to just to show support. And I love the fact that like I didn't watch the Golden Globes like start to finish by any means. Um. Thanks, Dad. <clears throat> trying to help you out, bud. Um, I didn't watch the Golden Globes like from start to finish by any means, but like this, the the stuff that I did catch, like he would make like just a bad joke about something, and he'd be like, "Whatever, this is my last year doing this." <laughs> yeah, he didn't give like, a what shit. Gonna it do? doesn't even matter. He had a beer. He yeah, had a pint I of beer that. with him at yes. all times. Like however many of those he put down. Ricky Gervais, fucking awesome. This one's to you, sir. Thank you. We're proud of you, kid. I forget if that was in that was in 2020. Yeah, that was in 2020. Yeah, yep. that, uh, so far, that's my 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 best memory of 2020. Pretty funny. So, so being award season, we now actually have our first annual Packy Awards. The Packy, the Packy, the Packy Awards. Uh, for those of you that don't know what a Packy is, uh, Urban Dictionary, Google that stuff. <laughs> yeah, then, then the FBI shows up and they search your computer. I wouldn't do that. I'll just let it be. It's a Massachusetts term. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, packy is a Massachusetts term uh, derived from the term package store. Which is going to packy. But they don't actually sell packages. Yeah, they don't. They just sell liquor. Why do they call and it alcohol. a package store? In beer. Is there a reason why? Yeah, because they used to put everything in a brown bag. And a brown bag back in the day used to be a package. They like tie it up with string or whatever. And like alcohol was one of those, like, you don't talk about, you don't advertise that you're drinking alcohol. That's how you used to drink and drive, kid, because it would all be in a brown paper bag. <laughs> and nobody knew that what's in your brown paper bag was alcoholic, even though it was the only well, beverage that anybody ever puts in a brown paper nowadays, bag. Nowadays, you could just buy, like, these, like, little covers for cans that make Called it look koozies? like a Coke. No, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, a, like, like a legit cover you put over the can, so it looks like a Coke can. That's too much work. I just let my road sodas fly. I mean, I'm just saying, it's just it's weird. I feel like there's... Heavy metal over six-pack does not encourage drinking and driving. And if you're not of age, do not indulge. What I do is none of your business. <laughs> That's true. Um, oh, Lord. We were all our own person. <laughs> so, being award season, so what we're actually going to be focusing on today is actually the best of 2019. Now, um, 
we we set everybody up with like some categories. Now there won't be we're not going to go through all kinds of nominations. This is actually kind of cool for like a couple of reasons. One, you're going to get to know like the hosts and like what their tastes are a little bit. I think here how much we suck. Like you're going to see like what everybody see like kind of pulled out of like 2019. <laughs> I came up with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen categories. Lucky number thirteen. Lucky That's number my thirteen. Favorite number actually. Baker's dozen above a uh, that makes pack. up Baker's dozen. It's also my anniversary date. So what we'll do is 13. we will yeah the thirteenth month of the year we yep. will introduce the um we'll introduce a category and then all three of us are gonna give you our explanation for our winner in said category winner so, winner chicken get, dinner dinner like I said this is cool because you'll get to know the taste of the hosts and yeah I mean 2019 interesting year in my opinion interesting year like especially it was for, a huge like, year for metal it was it was and. It was a down year for metal in certain yeah. aspects. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, but but know. you know what? We'll, we'll get we'll get to that some of that stuff. I feel like the the cream of the crop floated to the top. So you know I mean, just make that up. I, I did. I'm proud of you. I, I was, that was not, good. I like that. I was not trying to rap there. Like Sorry. Dmx without cream all the, the dog crop. noises. So what what I'm <laughs> feeling like our best our first category is going to be for for discussion. Unless anybody else had anything to add as Probably a monologue, went. if you wanted to like take a rip at like Hollywood or anything. Let's slide uh-huh. it in. <laughs> Epstein didn't kill himself. You're welcome. I love the fact you brought that up. That was awesome. I know he's your friend. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, hey, uh, we'll take this time also to tell all you listeners, check out our social media, man. We got to uh, check us out on Facebook and Instagram and all these other things. We're, uh, we're posting all kinds of funny slash controversial stuff daily. Feel free to check us out. Uh, go look us up. We'll be there if you ever want to reach out to us. YouTube, man. We need some YouTube yeah. subscribers. Hit us up on YouTube especially. Email us. That's uh, if you're fun. watching this, then, well, you're already here, so hit that subscribe button, get some notifications. Every time we upload, we'll be sure to let you know, uh, but but definitely check us out on Facebook and stuff where we'll be sharing all kinds of fun. Any hooser, let's get into it. I feel like we should have had, like, a little mini Packy award. Ah. Right. That way we can just, like, hold it up. Well, yeah, but we'd, ha- well, we'd have to make it and then give maybe it our to... Video, maybe our video editor will get very creative and, like, add some kind of award that could be sitting right here. Yeah, right there. Like, see where he's pointing? And then I can be like, poof, and make my own. So our first <laughs> Packy Award nomination of 2019, the best of 2019, we are going to go with best new artist of the year. Okay. Alrighty. Somebody else started. So uh, okay. uh, I'm going to take the lead on this one. <clears throat> Gross. Because... Uh, I just want to beat you to the punch, maybe, no, perchance, no beat perhaps. My punch. Uh, and I'm actually going out on limb here. So I'm actually, this is this is kind of more of like a, a respect thing for the breakout and the breakthrough or whatever. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of their music, but they do have some pretty good rippers. Uh, I'm going to go with Ginger. Okay. Ginger was, uh, man, they've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they have. Uh, in order for them to uh, to even be who they are today, uh, if you guys don't know their backstory, definitely check it out. Um, very interesting. Very, very interesting and not typical whatsoever. Uh, they have all of my respect as a new artist uh, because of where they came from. I'll say mm-hmm. that. So uh, all, all music aspect aside, the fact that they are successful in the metal world, um, you know, she's, she's super talent, talented up front. Uh, she's got an incredible voice. They can rock pretty hard, um, but specifically because of their their upbringing and and where they came from, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with Ginger, best new artist of this year. 
2019, I should say. Very nice, sir. Ginger came out with, I believe the album is Macro Correct. in 2019. Mm-hmm. Not their yep. first. <clears throat> nope. Not their first album. They nope. did have albums prior to 2019. Um, but Macro is what was released this year and definitely an explosion of popularity. No doubt. Uh, so for mine, um, a band that hopefully we have on this show in the future... Um, there was a band known as Liliac, as a which is a um, in Romanian means bat or quote unquote vampire bat. Um, this is considered a family band because all the members are in said family. Um, they have released their uh, I just, well, I just first say, album. I could, I could never be in a band with all my family members. No, I'd be driving <laughs> me crazy. Um, uh, they released their album this year called Chain of Thorns. Now this band originally started as a cover like they did all covers like on starting on the street and like release wise it was just cover 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 that's all they did and they finally released uh, chain of thorns uh which came out this year um and honestly it's, it's it's good it's very good um the main thing about them is their lead singer the um melody which is oddly enough i feel like it was made from the start weird right but uh we've talked about her or them a little bit but her voice is so very 80s metal, like Ronnie Dan- James Dio, kind of like it's got this grunginess. It's got that it's, rough, it's, it's, edgy. It's, it's, the fact that she's like 18 <clears throat> or 17, like it just it's amazing. Um, their guitarist is, I believe, their oldest, who is the brother of everyone. Um, they have their drummer, Abby, which uh, she's young as well. Ethan, their bass player, is I want to say maybe 13, and then I believe Justin, their keyboardist, is only like. I don't know, 11? Like, they're all extremely young and very talented for their age, which is, is a big thing. Um, but if you haven't heard them, check them out. And, I mean, yeah. again, having their first album out, they're trying to push it. I know they're starting to work on a second one slowly but surely, but yep. uh, definitely uh, I think they're going to do some good things. It brings back that, like, 80s style, like the very Joan Jetty even kind of sort of. Um, what is it? Uh, Lita Ford. Is probably a good example yeah, of, of yeah. what it's close to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would be my they new were. artist of the year. So the the artist that I am actually selecting for my winner of new new artist of the year is a band called Saul. S A U L. Better call Saul. I was gonna say. <laughs> um, I actually blame satellite radio Octane for this particular particular artist because they played the shit out of this song called Brother, which apparently the um, the lead vocalist actually based on his, uh, he had a brother that actually did pass away. And like this whole song, the whole song Brother is actually about the things that he wanted to say to him before he died and just never happened. Like it's a, it's a super cool tune. Um, it's got like a wicked deep meaning, but it's like, it's a cool song. Like it's not like a, like a slow sappy kind of a thing, but their overall sound is like just very tight. He's got, he's got a unique voice. Like, he doesn't sound like anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, I listen to a lot of metalcore. A lot of metalcore sounds like alike. It does. You get, like, the... Well, you get the, like, high-pitched, like... Yeah, you, I was going to say squeaky clean. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. High, like, the high-end singer, and then you got, like, the low growler mm-hmm. and, like, whatnot. I mean, it, it, it's all very similar, but, mm-hmm. like, he has something that... He has that, a shinedown voice, is what I'm getting. Okay, yeah, I can... You know, he's got that kind of, like... But, like, a, a little raspier. Yeah. A little raspier, right. like, almost. Agreed. Um, now, Saul, I actually learned, is... A, so, they had a... Their EP came out in 2019, which was called... I had a... Aeons. 
Um, Aeons came out in 2019. I believe it's a five-song EP, and they've also had a, re- a single release, Trial by Fire. Um, they did have a release back in 2010. Wow. Which I didn't know. I didn't know a whole lot about until... Was it a whole album? I started... Um, let me answer that question for you in like two, three... Like an EP action. One, those sneak in um, One, two, three, four, five. That's <clears> another <throat> five-song EP. Okay. Embrace the Rain was actually released in th- 2010. So with that being said, I mean, this band's technically nine years old, but the nine-year hiatus, like, like I said, unfortunately, like while I was diving in for research, I noticed that. I was like, oh, well, that kind of hurts my new artist argument. But at the same time, you know what? No, it doesn't. Because... No. Because once they get found out, I mean, there's there's artists right now uh, that have been together for years that are playing that we've never heard of, you know? Right. That probably rip, that are probably playing local scenes and smashing it and killing it right now. Um, but. So the, this band is solid. They have, like, a good sound. Like I said, Unique Singer, which I love. I like Unique Singers. It's, it's nice. Because there's so much similarity out there nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. I don't want to use the word copycat, but there's so much, like, you know, it's no. just the style, It just it's what it demands. Like, you need your squeaky clean high pitch vocal you need your heavy growl and you need your insane crab walk breakdown pretty much and it's definitely gotten cookie cutter this is different mm -hmm. it's heavy music it's primarily it's primarily clean vocal like there's a little bit of there's a little bit of growl but he doesn't go over the top of it but sal it's a very it's a it's a very solid group that's my uh best new artist of the year Awesome. There you go, kids. First category down. We did one. We're doing so good. Let's go. We didn't even have to say I digress once. Oh, we will. I digress once. I do. So I think this would actually be the next appropriate one. So kind of going off, let's, and this could be bands from prior years, obviously. Let's go most improved artist of the year. Dave, you want to start again? Yes. Uh, I would actually love to. Um, we covered this band. We did an episode. We actually dedicated a, an episode to this band, uh, which is why I thought long and hard about it, and I was the most impressed by this band uh, kind of reinventing themselves uh, because of what kind of went on behind the scenes and because of the product they pushed out. Corns uh, the Nothing this year. Oh, that's awesome. A good, that's a good answer. Rips. That, that was I was so impressed with Corn this year. Corns the Nothing, hands down, best, most improved album for me. Uh, everything that Jonathan Davis went through, everything he had to kind of overcome to, to do that, and then all the band stuff as well. The fact that they're still, 20 years later, destroying the metal scene and, and staying relevant and staying on top of it. If you look at uh, worldwide streams right now, they're still way up there in the metal world. Uh, they're very, very relevant. They, they haven't fallen off or, uh, you know, fallen into the... The, the darkest depths of, of what we usually see these popular bands do where they fall off and fall apart. The fact that they're still around 20 years later and the album that they just put out, just corn. Wow, guys, cheers. Cheers to corn. Uh, uh, <laughs> there's nothing else I can say about that. That album is absolutely awesome from start to finish. That's actually a really great answer. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like one of those things like, yeah, I, I personally mm-hmm. wouldn't have thought like the words like most improved and corn. But at the same time, it's like, you know, they had like that kind of like flat, that flat right. line plateau, like over like a couple well, of years. I feel like every artist deals with it. And especially in the industry, especially like you're saying, when everybody's so cookie cutter, mm-hmm. uh, it's really easy to fall into that stuff because there is so much stuff behind the scenes with producers and labels and all these other politics. Uh, but the fact that they were, I feel like they kind of reinvented corn this year. 
I feel like that that breakthrough corn sound got reinvented, and I don't even know how they did it, but they, it's like they, they took what we already knew of corn and they just made it better. Mm-hmm. I agree. All around was just great. They're all they're firing on all cylinders. There wasn't a single song on that album that I was like, "Wow, uh, you guys have let yourselves go." You know, they're still killing it, and they're still clearly putting themselves into the music. <clears throat> all the respect in the world for them. It's nice to talk about corn sober. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't don't look fun. at that other video, kids. Uh, it's a little bit rough. Oh, by all means, look at it. Just don't judge. <laughs> we are called heavy metal over a. 60 pack. Drunk pack. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. <clears throat> Anthony, uh, we're on most improved artists of the year. Good. Good, because that's what I was going to do next. Um, <laughs> Just remind you, bro. So, my uh, band uh, that actually released an album this year, which is actually why I, I grabbed them, uh, the band. Um, now, thank you, Wiki, for telling me how to actually fucking say this name. Elveti. There's definitely a lot more. Um, Olivetti? Is that no, is that no? Like it's Elveti is, is how you say it. Isn't that what you order at Starbucks? No, that's a venti. Oh, which is definitely twenty. And, but it's fine. <laughs> what about. That's a different story. That's a different stupid story. Three languages. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so, these, I mean, they've, they've been around for quite a while. Uh, 2002, actually, when they started. Wow. Yeah. So um, they are. If you don't know, then. You're a bad person, but they were a Swiss folk metal band from <laughs> folk metal from, from, a pl- from a place that I cannot pronounce, so I will not try. But um, they're also the heavy metal over Winter a six pack. Is a rich. World's greatest folk Celtic metal. They bands. are. They are also that. <laughs> they got a ton of competition. They actually do. <laughs> that was all the way back to episode two, bro. Yeah. Wow. Episode two. So we're dating ourselves. We went right back to folk metal. So where? <laughs> um, yeah. Back. Right. So, um, the band, um, sorry, the album that was released was Ategnatos. Um, and mind you, this is an entirely new lineup. So that was, that was a thing. The fact that, so I think we talked about this album a little bit. Um, I, I think I, I may have talked about it or at least one of the songs, but, um, so this, the new album that came out. Now, the thing, the only issue that I always have with this band is they're very cookie cutter. Like, they do, like, the, the kind Oof. of... I know, I know, I know, but follow me on this. I'm, fo- I'm, I'm following. So, so they always do, they always have in the back, you know, the whatever Celtic instrument doing the crazy or flute or whatever. But the drums always did the same, like, same beat every song. And it was always kind of similar. Like, you can kind of, like, always one of those bands that I have like a bunch of their songs but I could never tell you the song until I looked at it because they're very similar so when this album came out um, they definitely I mean they really took it and kind of changed it a little bit it's still heavy as fast as before but they add a lot of new elements that really up the ante they, they really make it a lot more unique and this whole album is epic as fuck if, if anything <laughs> Like, just the atmosphere behind it. And it's got a story in the whole nine yards. But I think these guys have really put all their effort into this album. You have a whole new lineup. You have a whole new set of eyes. Hands, feet, whatever they use. <laughs> to to make this, you know, what they make. And so that is why. And oddly enough, their single was Rebirth. So wow. it is a whole new start for these guys. So I thought it was cool that they really went out and made it 
better in my mind. Mic drop. Folk metal. I've never listened to folk metal. No? Oh my god, you're you are so missing out. I freaking love. I'm gonna, you uh, know awesome. what? I love I love Celtic music anyway. So you take Celtic music and you make it metal. I'm like, like. <laughs> Yeah, like, there's some pretty good Celtic music out there, not gonna lie. Oh, there's insane Celtic music. Like I love Celtic music. Like yeah. I feel like I was born in like the wrong time and in the wrong country sometimes. Mm-hmm. Except I like American football. So at the same time <laughs> yeah. it's like I don't I, know, there's some people around the world who watch that too though. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Alright. I'm just saying, like I can find shit like near eighteen ninety. He only uses his foot once. I don't understand. Um <laughs> All right, Marcus, what you got? Alright, the uh the band that I actually I'm gonna correct my typing here so I can know what I type later. Um, this band was actually already mentioned. My break, my most improved artist of the year was actually Ginger. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to go with the, the album Macro. Yep. The reason why I'm going to bring up Ginger, when I when we first discovered Ginger, I think we, we discussed Ginger like Slightly. way back in the beginning. Yep. Like, like talking like way back in the beginning. Yep. Like, you know, 17, 18, whatever year that was that, that we, we, we started this. But like, you know, when you start like re... And I remember she had like there was like a couple of tracks. That was it pieces. Pieces was really good. Pisces and out. Uh, there was a Pisces. It was Pisces. Is that what it? Okay, I don't. <laughs> the E and the I freaked me out. It, it had that cool Asparagus. combination of like r- really heavy, but like melodic enough where like you get like the hook kind of a thing. Like she had like a couple of like I say she they they had a couple of tracks that were like really caught like caught your attention. Oh, Macro, no. their newest release, Macro. Is like something completely different. It is. Yeah. It's very different. It's very, and it's exploded. But they're Huge. very different, and that's I think that's where the so the reason why I say it. most improved. I mean, like these people, these guys went from like fucking zero to ninety. And I mean, there's even articles out there where like she's like, I'm not even into all this fame. Like I didn't think we were going to be this big kind of a thing. But right. it's like you know what, you produce something awesome. It's gonna happen. And the people recognize the fact that you put, you produce something awesome. I mean, we're just gonna love you. It's like, oh, we're sorry. Like, we can't help ourselves. Like, we're like a market that's like so deprived for awesomeness. Especially, and I'll throw this this part out of it. Especially some like the power of being female fronted and having and having that yeah. like kind of thing is huge. She, she can scream though. She's oh got God. some pipes. Her, her, She's got, oh, she can. It's like, it's completely and you know what? If I, I was in a dark alley and I heard her screaming, <laughs> oh, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. There, I'm was gone. A, there was an article that came out. There was an article that came out that I was actually reading today and I'm sorry I can't quote the source. I'll go find it that way I can give credit where credit's due. But she actually did an interview and she was saying it's like, you know, the the thing about Ginger is it's the success of Ginger is not because it's female fronted. It's because there's quality there, and I appreciate that because you know what? We're actually in a st- we're in a very sensitive time, especially like the last couple of years, where we have to respect everything that comes out if it's female fronted or female involved. I think a or, lot of bands used it as an advantage. And the problem is, like, there's even like I'm in, I'm part of like Facebook groups, and I'm not going to call anybody out like name wise and whatnot, but like just a personal feeling. If you're not female fronted, like you weren't getting like any recognition or any play or like anything like that. It's like, oh my God. It's like why can't we just recognize talent for talent? You're either a Mm -hmm. talented band or you're not a talented band. And so I read this article and like she even um she being Tatiana I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this. Tatiana Schmeliak. Sure. 
There's probably a there's probably a foreign accent in there that I don't have. I am so sorry, so so sorry. But she actually said it's like, listen, Ginger's success is not because it's female fronted. Ginger's success is because there's actual quality in like the, the right. product that we're putting out. Right. And that is the key. I love <clears throat> any music. Like I am not. Like I don't favor this. Like I don't. I'm not gonna be like, well, if it's not female fronted, man, you're just not good. Like, like right. none of that. I get you. But the fact that like she re- she recognized like she doesn't want to be grouped in with the female fronted mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's like it's like I'm not. We're not cool because I'm here. We're cool because we're cool. Mm-hmm. Like kind uh-huh. of a thing. I like totally agree. I want to be up there with like the great bands of all time. I don't want to be up there just because there's a group female of us that had a female in the front <clears throat> kind of a thing and. You know what her her approach to it is like how I mentally approach it. Like I don't listen to a band that's fronted by females. Like oh well, this is female fronted. It shouldn't even be a genre. No, you're no, either metal or you're not. You're, like you're no. metal, you're rock, you're country, or you're not. <laughs> it doesn't matter if there's a woman, a man. It doesn't a cat, matter if there's a, a fucking <laughs> female drummer. It doesn't matter if there's a female bass player. It doesn't matter if there's a female singer. It's like you're either metal or you're not. Mm-hmm. And she has that approach to it. And they're just fucking huge right now. Mm-hmm. They're huge. Yeah. huge, 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 huge. Yeah. That's... I think it's because they're different. Right. I think their sound is different, mm-hmm. and the way they approach their music is different. I think that's what makes up for it. That's the balance of it, though, is that, you know, the, the difference is that you're going to have all the people that come out of the world like, oh, I hate Ginger, I don't know, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Have all the negativity or whatever, because they're not, they're not sticking to the cookie-cutter crap. They're not, you can't really put your finger on them right now. And, and they've, especially because we talked about the differences between their two albums, you know, they went in a totally different direction that's blowing up now. And like, but now even if you look at some of their older songs after this release, this is what I love about new releases. When new releases explode, it puts spotlight on the old releases it too. Does. Because you want to go back and you want to be like, oh, okay, I want more. Mm-hmm. You know, I want more of this. Where did they come from? Where did they, and you respect so much more of it because of that. I, I got all the respect in the world for Ginger because of how they did this and, and I think how the, they shaped this up. One of the coolest things you're also going to find is like this this group of people are like so humble, like they're so humble, they're so happy, like they like these are like musicians for like for the people, like they're not. Mm-hmm. I said she ju- she just did an article where or an interview where it's like we didn't even want to be famous, right. <laughs> but the fact that we're famous, like love you mean it, <laughs> and right. it's, it's it's. But that's how you can tell the people that are real artists, you know. Such mm-hmm. it's such a cool story and it's such a cool band and it's such a cool point of view and it's you know we ju- we just ended a new decade and I hate getting like all silly and sentimental and shit but like <laughs> this is how I want the world to move forward right mm-hmm. it's like let's it let's is go what in this it is. direction if yeah. it fucking walks like a duck it's a fucking duck if it if it's metal it's metal if it's this it's this it does, you know you don't have to have certain equipment between the legs or a pair of you know what's <laughs> Hamburgers, and it doesn't necessarily have to mean you're trying to be gimmicky. It's like if you have fucking talent, you have fucking talent, man. Right. It's like just mm-hmm. let's let's go, let's fucking go, man. Like equal everything. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing, though. And well, and you'll, I, you'll, th- I think Ginger could be a poster <clears throat> child for that. Oh, easily. Like it's like let's do it, man. Like they, they fucking busted out of like a fucking third world country where like they were getting like shot at by automatic weapons and bombed. By their own fucking people. They're like, we gotta get the fuck out of here, Yeah, bro. y'all gotta check out like, that backstory for like, real. It's some shit, man. Revolver Magazine did an awesome, awesome piece. I've mm. always wanted to do, like, a segment here for it, and I just... I haven't organized it yet. I still will. Maybe will. next week. <laughs> but. Okay. That's my story. Ginger's awesome, guys. If you haven't listened to him, check him out. 
Guys and girls, sorry. Do I don't say that. Also, for what term. it's worth, guys, like when, when we come up with a, like, I want to make like a super cool playlist out of like everything that we kind of bring yep. up today. So like yep. all of our 2019 releases, I'll come up with like. There's some, a ton uh, of them. Like I'll, I'll come up with like a Spotify play, playlist. Let's make that shit go fucking viral. And then let's, we'll get some, we'll get a local playlist going also. Like I want to do some, I want to do some shit. We need your help to make that shit Dude, awesome. This list was pretty hard for me, not going to lie, but. There was just so much good music that came out this year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Having to sort through it all and figure out where on the spectrum I had to place certain It's hard things. to pick like, a best oh. of anything, to be honest with you. Right. All right, so we have done best new, and we have done the most improved. So now, and I'm going to kind of preface this with like kind of how like my brain was thinking. I didn't tell these guys that. They had to kind of interpret this as their own, but the next one I want to do is Breakthrough <clears throat> Artist of the Year. Okay. And what, what I was kind of thinking, like, breakthrough is, like, you know, it could have been a band that's, like, been out there for years and years and years, and they just did something, like, completely different this year that, like, either shocked the world or drew a whole lot of attention to them themselves kind of yep. a thing. Like, they might have been here, like, like, I have you at a two, but you came up to a seven, like, kind of a thing. Like, that's kind of, like, how, like how I, like, thought this would play out. Yep. Um, we can go in the same order, or yeah, I can... that's fine. You might as well just keep with All it. Right. So, uh, the band that I picked uh, for the breakthrough artist of this, well, of 2019, they actually, uh, I believe their first release was in 2017. They blew up. They got a lot of traction. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard them on the radio, especially locally. Um, but you know, a couple years ago, we didn't know who these people were. They're totally new to the scene. Um, the fact that they were able to do everything successfully that they've done so far is super impressive to me. Uh, I have to go with I Prevail. Um, okay. I Prevail, I Prevail they, they released uh, Trauma this year, their LP, which is it's basically an album, but they're calling it an LP, whatever. Uh, if you want to get into those old school labels and stuff, they all come from like the, the actual vinyl record days. So uh, by definition, it's an LP, but um, it's, it's altogether an awesome album. It's kind of their sophomore because they had that EP with uh, Scars and they did that. They blew up because they had that, uh, that Taylor Swift cover of Blank Space, the metal version. Mm-hmm. Um, what I respect about these guys, though, is that they took that and instead of doing... So I feel like, especially in today's day and age, uh, whatever gets clicks, whatever gets hits, whatever gets downloads, people just try to recreate. Uh, they didn't do any more covers. You know, they didn't... Their sound is not identical to the music that they already released but this year on trauma they had uh breaking down and bow down uh two awesome songs off of that that were just crazy good um a lot of them been played on the radio and stuff too they've they've done a a whole bunch of touring a whole bunch of uh, live performances they did their their album release tour which was like huge last year um i think the fact that they've been able to take the momentum that they started and run with it is awesome and the sound that they're they're going for right now, and the sound that they're making, obviously they have two vocalists um, that kind of they they play off of each other, which is awesome. That's what you always want to see in that kind of situation with a music artist, uh, especially in the metal scene. They're just I, they they got all my respect. I Prevail is is my number one breakthrough artist for 2019. Okay, I'm a, sure. Don't go back and listen to my album review. No, he was not happy with it. <laughs> This is why actually, it's our own thing. I'm actually I'm actually pretty happy with that album review though because I feel I feel like I ranted like something fierce and it was clean and awesome. And yeah. And I feel like I landed it. I landed that plane. There you go. 
Uh, Overall, they're very good, though. I'm proud of you. So for mine, mine, my breakthrough artist is more on their own personal level. So um, let's see if I can actually bring up the actual date. 2013, this man was arrested <laughs> after an attempt to hire an undercover police officer to murder his wife. Uh, Pleaded guilty in 2014. Six years imprisoned. So, Tim Labasis, I believe is his name, of the band As I Lay Dying. Now, I consider this the breakthrough artist because, so, quick side, you know, back, ground behind all this. He was released, and he put this huge thing, you know, that, like, I get it. It's one of those things, so you had people who fucking hated him and didn't want anything to do with him. But there's people that, like, he put out this huge thing, like, he, you know, he fucked up. He admitted everything. Like, it's not like he tried to hide from it. He's like, I don't know what I was doing. I was in a bad place, the whole nine yards. So you had this, like, line. People hated him. People were supporting him because they wanted him. He wanted to change. He wanted to get better. And I think the they released their newest album, uh, Shaped by Fire, this year. Now, to come back... From a situation like that, if we know anything about any bands that have ever been arrested, the whole thing, oh. it's, it's game over. Like it's done. Like <laughs> you don't times, even. Yeah. The fact that they came back and got as good of a response as they did. I mean, the album is not like phenomenal. It sounds like as they lay dying. Yeah, well, they I, haven't changed sound. anything really. Um, but I considered a breakthrough because of the fact that even through all the shit that went down, they came back strong. And they didn't. They didn't change it. They did their thing, and they made an album, and they played the music they wanted to play. Yeah. Um, which respect. I, I think, like, that's, that's the word I would use. Respect the fact that it came a good thing out of it all. You know yep. what I mean? Like, I, I'm always. I think everyone deserves a second chance. That's how I always feel. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to change yourself and make yourself better, by all means. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, fun fact about this. Did you know that Woven War, the band, is all the members of all As I Lay Dying? I did not know that. Yeah, while he was in jail, they made Woven War. I didn't know that at all. So technically, we've seen almost all of As I Lay Dying. <laughs> wow, they went in a really different direction. They sure did. <laughs> uh, just a fun fact. The best, no. you, best you can find, huh, guys? <laughs> Um, no, I actually like Wolf of War. Like, right, it's, no, they're, it's actually no. really good. So yeah, that um, yeah, that would be my my breakthrough. My breakthrough was a little different, but I think it still counts as a breakthrough. Oh, absolutely. There you go. As early day. So the direction that I went into, I took a um, I went and found a band. When I actually I I texted Anthony the second that I heard one of the um, one of the uh, singles that was released off this album. Because it was like, um, this band just released a clean song. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And I'm like... In the middle of traffic, too. I was in the middle of traffic. <laughs> I was, I, I, what I the think fuck? I was somewhere between Virginia and Carolina. No, he made the traffic because of it. <laughs> on 95. <laughs> Nine and like, car pile up. I had to move myself to but like... But there's the, lyrics. There's clean lyrics. The second lane from the left. Yes. So that oh, I could text Anthony while my girlfriend was sleeping in the passenger seat <laughs> on our big long road trip. It's like I just heard a clean song by this band and I can't get over it. Um, the band in question is White Chapel. Oh. The release this year was The Valley. 
The reason why I call this the Breakthrough Artist of the Year is because I feel like with when Whitechapel released The Valley, they did something like completely different than anything in their catalog has mm-hmm. like has had ever. And they just wanted to go in a creative direction that like was beyond what they've ever done before kind of a thing. And they totally pulled it off. Like it was like it was seamless. It's like, you know, this is if that was the first album they came out with, like you would say, hey, this is a really cool band, like kind of a thing. The cool thing that I also like about it, um, we had some we had some guys like in studio that were actually like big death metal guys or big, you know, more like hardcore death, dark um, metal. And I asked them about it. I was like, like they're big White Chapel fans. Like, okay, how do you feel about the uh, the Valley? And they're like, awesome, so good, so good, so. These guys that like were lifelong fans of like Whitechapel, like heard the Valley and they appreciated the fact that the band wanted to go in a direction that showed more art, art more mm-hmm. artisticness, more like more realm of possibilities, more ex- like expansion, like more creativity, and the the diehard fans like really loved it. They're like, I'm like, we're in, we're. And how many times have you heard like fans like when when a band changes their sound like like they lose their mind? Mm-hmm. It's like ah, they're <laughs> selling out. Ah, oh my god! You. It doesn't sound like the old shit or like like stuff like that. But like the the Whitechapel fans I talked to, I believe the autumn the autumn uh, Trino guys yeah. were bit were big were big on the Whitechapel first episode. Mm-hmm. And it was like like that to me blew me mm-hmm. away because it's like because like mm-hmm. I'm like taken back, but I'm like but it's good. Mm-hmm. Now we're here in this other song. It's like, whoa! But this is good. Like, this is not the White Chapel I remember, though. You know what? The White Chapel I remember? It's fucking epic. I, I don't. I, I want to interject real quick. So, w- the cool thing about this album, too, is that there's a lot of people who don't like White Chapel <laughs> because of the, the extremeness of the band. And this album is something almost like a baby's first White Chapel album. You know what I mean? Because they, <laughs> because they, can, they can use it and they can enter, like, not like this, you know what I mean? Like a full-blown, you know, yeah. like you get a little bit of lube action in there. You know what I mean? Before the fist hits you. It's like, surprise! Yeah, exactly. But I, and I, I've, I've read a lot. Before the of, black stout comes crashing down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've read a lot of um, reviews about it that say, like, like this is the first Whitechapel album I've actually been able to enjoy. Which I don't mean that in a bad way, but because right. it's just other you get more people involved in it. It's better balanced. It's mm-hmm. a better balanced right. album. Exactly. Yeah. And and I think I mean the more people you can get the better. But sometimes that's just another way to get out there and get more people in right. and find out oh they do all this other shit that's right. fucking awesome. You know well, what I mean? Well that's the thing, is that you, you kinda have to change over time. You can't if you're producing the same exact sound over and over and over and over and over again. You are a one trick pony, sir. And nobody's gonna have that respect for you. Like there's there's iconic bands that did it like as breakthrough bands. You know, you talk about like the seventies and eighties and the big bands that are right. still doing it today, but you expect them to be one trick ponies because they were icons from way back in the day. Right. right now these people coming out and trying to make a name for themselves, you have to diversify your your music. You have to, in order to reach different different groups of people. There's no way for you to be successful without it. So the awesome thing about it, though, is there's growth in this album. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it, it's not a setback. There's actual right. growth in this album. Because how many times is, like, somebody, like, put, like has, a, has a band or an artist put out a second or third or a fourth album? 
especially when you get to like the third, fourth, fifth like range, and you look at it, it's like if that was the first album that they ever produced, would they be as big as they are right, right now? Or are we accepting that because that's the, that's this band? Yeah, this isn't the case at all with like the Valley and Whitechapel. Like, there's actual growth here. Like, mm-hmm. there's some there's something in there, and it's like, hey, we're not just. I mean, we are that, but we got this too. Just so you know, mm-hmm. and now whatever they release in the future is going to be like, who fucking knows, man? Like, who, it's like it might be a culmination of old and new. It could be something completely different. Like, the, I mean, the sky's the limit for these guys now. Well, it gives you a kind of a little bit of teaser, like what could still come. You know what I mean? Right. Kind of like, oh, well, they can do this. What was the next album going to bring? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. We are stuck in traffic. Three down. <laughs> All right. We're about to get into some individual awards. Before we do that, we're going to do one more group award. And I thought it would be appropriate now to do the best live performance of 2019. Ooh. Now, when I, when I threw out this category... We are very fortunate where we see a lot of shows. We get a lot of show opportunities out in this area. Um, this past year, we've actually we've hosted shows. I think or, we've done more shows this yeah. year than any other one. We we've did hosted a ton of shows. Them. I've, we've seen a couple of nationals. We just had an epic event at the Whistler Palladium with like it was a whole local, like it was a, a whole local scene uh, showing at the uh, the Whistler Palladium upstairs. Awesome show. Um, I believe I saw that the attendance was like 350 plus. Yeah, no, it was, it was a very good draw for being all local bands. Um, yeah. It's a cool room. It's a cool setup. It's a cool sound. And like, I know, I know every band that was on that stage, like just loved the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The yeah. energy was awesome. Uh, we had a, we had a really good year. Um, I'm trying to think of like the big national acts that we actually saw. <laughs> we saw Static X. Yes, uh, and those guys. Saw Static X twice. We saw Dope. We saw, uh, we saw Raven Black. Raven Black. Saw, uh, Wednesday Thirteen. Saw a ton of friends play with them. Yeah. Saw a ton of friends play with them. The guys in front of me. Boss Nova. Um, Boss Nova. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. For a different day. <laughs> I don't know. I me personally, this year, I, I'm super grateful because uh, getting back home and everything, being able to actually go to shows. Uh, where I was stationed, there were not many metal shows ever. Right. Well, that's silly. <laughs> and personally speaking, like uh, 2019 was actually a good year. Like personally, like was able to actually like uh, our original band, The King's Ascendant. I think we had at least a half a dozen shows and mm-hmm. all new places too. Every every venue we played so far has been like a new place. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. It's been fun. And like each one just gets better. And like with a couple of with a couple of there's always, there's always a hiccup. Um, we we hosted. Probably a half a dozen shows as heavy metal over a six pack, like our yep. promotion group, which I hope that's just going to keep on growing. Like we can get our our local artist group together, our local venue group together, and like we'll be get able those to press passes. Be able to do uh, more of that, um, and even our cover band that has been kind of poking around for like seven years. Like th- those guys are getting revitalized. It's mm-hmm. just you know. People that you know are like your closest friends, like in, in the world, and you don't even realize it till like they're not around anymore, and then they start coming around again. It's like, dude, I love these guys. Yep. And That's then, the thing about the and other- then a couple of weeks in, you're like, oh, fucking guy, yeah. this guy's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I remember all these arguments. They're the best. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's why I love them. But the best live performance that, that I challenge these guys with, whether it's something you saw, whether it's like actually in person, which is going to be my take. Um, something you saw Same. on like a YouTube channel, something you saw like 
you know, a friend in post kind of a thing. But we are looking for the artist with the greatest live performance in 2019. Yeah, so uh, I, I took this this uh, this category on as a uh, as a on a personal note. You know uh, what what I'd seen, and like like we said, we'd seen a ton of shows this year. Uh, um, <clears throat> there was so I've seen this band four times in 2019 alone, uh, and. Uh, I mean, okay, there, there's probably a little bit of bias here. There's probably a lot of bias here, but that's okay. Um, I actually even got to be part of one of their music videos this past year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have to say, like, every time I go to a show, I look at stuff objectively. Uh, although there may be stuff that make certain people biased or whatever. Uh, the performance that Tala puts on at every single one of their shows, regardless of where they're playing... All the respect in the world. Absolute, like, the craziest metal band I've ever seen on stage, like, successfully. Like, you see some people do, like, like some crazy stuff, and you're like, wow, you should never do that again. But with Tala, it's always like, wow, they found another way to do a backflip off energy, of each other. The energy and, was amazing. Like, dude, it's just crazy. Crazy, were, crazy energy. Very good. That's the first time I got to actually see Justin live. So it was it was cool. Dude, I mean, super, it was Justin Bonnet's like goes into like his own, like another world. He does. Well, he's so, a whole different person on stage. So even if you look at Cooper though, so like the last show that we just went to, uh, there's a couple videos you guys can check them out on YouTube. Uh, Tala live performance at the Palladium. Cooper took his bass in the middle of the show he's and went a, up to the balcony. He's a crazy. He ran off the stage. He like did a flip into the crowd and just disappeared. Went up onto the balcony in the middle. of All these people just going ham, dude. Like. The, the was, whole was show intense. was absolutely great. You could see Max standing on his drum kick doing crazy head whips and everything while he's still playing. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, hands down, Tala, best live performance I've seen in 2019. I did see them four different times. However, at each one of those four venues, I also saw other bands. So I, I really do try to be honest and truthful when it comes to objective standpoints. Every single one of those shows, Tala just stood out from everybody else because of their crazy well, they're energy. Co- they're consistent, too. Yeah. It's not and just like, a one-time thing. Like They do it every time. Right. And, uh, man, I just, I don't know. I, I can't say enough good things about them. But uh, Tala is my best live performance for 2019. I'll take it. Uh, mine was a split, but I, I have officially taken a side. Um, so... When you see any band, I mean, obviously the music is good, but but if you know the music, it's it's a, you know it's, it's it is what it is. But a band with with a visual aspect to it makes all the difference, mm-hmm. as as you all know. Uh, Wednesday thirteen. Yeah. Oh, incredible! Yeah. It's like oh my God, I was so literally so in awe that's of a gr- the that's shit a gr- that that man does. That's a great pick. And it's fucking. Oh my God. They were fucking awesome. Like I may not be the biggest fan of the music, but just the the on stage the and presence. the commitment to the lights uh, and and the the personas and every song is a different outfit the guy kind of oh, wears the, the costume and the black lights <laughs> and it's amazing. It yeah. is amazing, and we've seen him twice, and they didn't disappoint either time. That man, that entire band, they put everything into that show and you know both shows that we saw. Right. That's a fantastic choice. And I've never seen them until... I've listened to the music before, but I've never seen them live. And I, I was literally in awe the first time at the Palladium that we saw them. My jaw was down, and I was just okay. like, holy shit. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking crazy. We're talking for Raven for Raven Black. Like, have you guys seen Wednesday 13? 
They're amazing. They're the reason why we're here. And that was actually the split between because they put on a good show too. Yeah, they did. With the different umbrellas just, and all the other yeah, things she's like doing, all the like jumping around and, yeah. and the the theme behind it. But I think Wednesday, th- I mean Wednesday Thirteen's been doing it a lot longer, so they have the theme, they have the the, the setup for everything, and the budget, I'm sure. But <laughs> yeah. no, that I mean that I'm. That's, I mean I can't tell you unless you actually look it up and see it yourself. To be honest with you, it's it's a visual thing, and they were fucking amazing. That's yeah. a fit. That's a fantastic. That's a fantastic. And that is choice. my best Absolutely. live performance of this year. Yeah. I can't believe I, I I breezed over that one. Marcus, what you got? I went on a personal note on mine. So we actually hosted this show. Ooh. And this band is uh, what I consider good friends of ours now. Like I keep in touch with the guys like on the on on the Facebooks. Um, they were on our show. They were on our um our Halloween episode. Um, October, uh, October, th- or our 31st episode. It was our Halloween episode that we actually, um, we released. We featured this band. These, those guys called in and like shared a bunch of tunes with us. And we were fortunate enough to get them to come out and play one of our shows that we actually promoted in Worcester, Massachusetts at the Raven. Um, I'm trying to remember the lineup. Um, I know we played. It was Machine Gun Mayhem, Faced. I want to say Frenemy, but don't quote me on that one. <laughs> Because I don't remember. Because I'm a bad. You get hit in the head a lot. It's all right. Yeah, it's just it's just bad memory. But the guys in faced, faced. Um, Jordan, Phil, uh, shit. The other two guys. I'm so bad with names. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The guy, the the guys in faced though. They're absolutely genuine dudes. But the part that I love about the, these guys is. You know what? We didn't have a good attendance night that night. It was like it was like the dead of winter. It was like mid January. Yeah, they came from fucking New York. <laughs> um, like the, just the outside fans. You know, it was a cold ass mother like fucking day outside. It was like negative eight. Or they got something. like stuck in the snow with their U-Haul van or whatever like, yeah, outside. <laughs> but you know what? Those guys are fucking sincere. They do shit right. They brought us beer. They brought us beer. Cider they beer. fucking hugged us, man. Like we were brothers. Mm-hmm. They're like, like we, we were never old, met them before. Like we were old, the, like, over the phone. We were old fucking friends. Like I, I, like we walked in the room, and I remember, I remember like Phil being like, "Jordan, hey, Jordan, this is Marcus," and I'm like, "Just calm your roll, guys." <laughs> <laughs> attacks. Good, good to meet you. <laughs> kind of a thing. No, they were but awesome. Put what your I, pants back on. What I loved about them. <laughs> Was those guys get on stage and like a switch clicks off and they're just fucking epic. They, they just are, go. They they're just go. high energy. They fucking blow shit away. Like they're like it's just go 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 go. Like fucking performance. Like there had to be probably like and I, I shit you not. There had to be twelve people in the room. Like we pretty much played to like other band like the other bands. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a thing. And they loved it. They're like thanks for having us, Massachusetts. Thank you for this. And you know what? I picked them also because I know they're doing great things in like upstate New York. I've been keeping an eye on them. They they recently just opened up for Light the Torch. That's cool. Wow. So they got they got some good shit going on in nice. the in the Albany New York area, but those guys have always stuck in like my memory, like since last January, like when we we had the opportunity to meet them and play with them and like have them on one of our shows, and. And I take, I'm not taking any credit away from any of the the acts that we played, but like I said, the reason why I picked them is because they've always been in the back of my like back of my head. It's like, dude, those guys are fucking awesome. They were. No, I totally agree. 
I remember watching their set and looking at our bass player and be like, we're not good enough. <laughs> we <laughs> suck. <laughs> we're not worthy. Literally. And it's not even it's not even the case it's not even necessarily the case it's just like one of those things like when you're like outside looking mm-hmm. in you just look down oh, like they're shit. just they're just like ha 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 yeah, no, seriously like, it was it, it was amazing they were amazing they treated an empty ass performance like it was like going to be the last performance of their life and they enjoyed and the shit out thing. of it and you know it is what it is, man. I mean, the local scene, like, is quote unquote dying. I mean, I I think there's some revitalization coming up, mm-hmm. but. Those guys, like, they take every opportunity for what it, what it is. It's like, hey, this is an opportunity. This is our first time in Massachusetts. We're gonna fucking kick Massachusetts in the balls. Whoever's here, we're gonna kick him in the balls. And he didn't even kick us in the balls. He actually, he actually hugged each and every one of us at, the, the last at one point. And it, it was awesome. I love those guys. Faced, love you, mean it. That's my best live performance in 2019. There you go, beautiful. Because you know what? You made an impression. You did. Just like Wednesday 13. I can't believe I didn't think of that one. Right. At least That's we got it all man, covered. This was so hard because we've seen so many, especially this year. It's like, uh, but you see, when I did these, I tried doing a lot of these to memory because I wanted it to be like right. completely sincere and yeah. I wanted it to be like, you know, completely organic. It's not like I looked up like a top 10 of somebody else, like kind of a thing. And like I said, those guys were just there the whole time. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Sick Pack Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa6pack.automatic.net. Email hmoa6pack at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.